Hello, and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, my special guest is Kate DuPalma. Hello, Kate. How are you? Hi, Jess. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, no. I'm so excited. Your candles were a huge hit, so I'm so excited for you to be on my podcast now so we talk about how amazing you are to everybody. So let's get right into it. You're a Stanford graduate and a former educator. You, you're the founder of Scented Designs Candle Co., a clean graphic candle company. Your candles and expertise have graced places like Forbes, Huffington Post, Inc., and Scented Designs can be found in shops nationwide. So amazing. So tell me about your candles. So I know, like I said, they were a huge hit at my fundraiser. So tell us a little bit about how you got into the candle making industry. You know, I've always been just a candle lover, candle fan, and I used to go to all these craft fairs with my mom as a kid, you know, before Etsy, and you would just see all these like cool things that people were doing and, you know, hand making and they had candles and soaps and all this. And so that was always in the back of my head. And I never like planned on becoming an entrepreneur and starting a business. But when I started teaching, candle making was something I would do when I got home. It was a hobby I picked up because it was soothing to me to pour the scents and stir it and you know just indulge in that after work so that's kind of how I picked it up and it slowly grew into a business after you know you can only make so many candles and burn them yourself (laughs) um, before you have to start doing something with them and so I started selling them at local markets and the business kind of grew from there how cool is that you you could turn into the the candle crazy lady no I'm just kidding um (laughs) No, it's fun. I think that's what happens to a lot of us. What we end up growing as a business, it was started as a hobby of some type of sort, right? We did it because we just loved it. It was an outlook for us. And then you realize what it brought to other people and you're going, wait, I should share this more. So let's totally. do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's so cool. So now you've been in, now you're being sold nationwide. So people can go on your website and buy things. You're in local shops. Tell me a little bit more about that piece. Yeah. So we started out, like I said, doing a lot of just the local markets and one of our big pivots happened during COVID, like many you know, business owners had to do. And so we, we had been online, but we took that opportunity to really build up our e-commerce site and start doing a lot of wholesale and start offering you know, corporate gifting and custom label and, and more bulk type stuff so that people kind of across the country in different, you know, whether you're a, a retail stop, shop or a business looking for gifts for holiday, you know, end of year, we all of a sudden could reach all these people because we built up that online presence. So we love all the different pieces. We love getting to sell and connect with individual customers. We love getting to connect with, you know, shops and boutiques and really all of it is great. So. Yeah. I think you had a bunch of couple things. When we first got on, we talked a little bit about, you know, stress, right? So we'll be honest, right? You were like, oh, I was going to be here. And then life happened, right? Your business happened. And so you had to move where you're recording the episode. And now you're also talking about in the sense of then COVID happened and we had to figure out all these changes. And I think that's the biggest part when it comes to a stress, but also as a business owner is understanding that there's consistent change and it's those reactions to that change that's just going to happen. And I think even just to, like you said, turn into nationwide before, you know, get into the different stores and things like that, you had to learn. And just like, we have to learn how to deal with these stressors, right? Totally. And you're right. A lot of it is how you react to it. You know, do you react with panic and, oh my God, how is this ever going to happen? Or, you know, maybe you have a plan in place for how you're going to handle the shipping delays or the supply chain shortages, which was a huge, huge thing coming for years out of COVID. So 
how, how do you handle that? Do you have like a system in place for when that happens? And that of course does help with the stress. It doesn't, you know, eliminate it, but it helps you handle it. No, and I think that's an important case. I think a lot of times we think that it'll just eliminate it and then there'll be no stress if I have systems and if I communicate and things like that. Stress is always going to be a thing, right? And, you know, like I said, you're a business owner, you're, you know, I think you're married, right? Married? Yes. Yeah. So I like, I remember that last time we talked, right? <laughs> so, you know, there's, there's always going to be something going on. And so, yeah, there's always going to be stress. So how are we handling it? And that reaction is super key. But I think also it's that support we have. So that trust in ourselves, but also that support we have, you know, with our business and ourselves. Mm-hmm. And for a business like mine um, and many others, especially product-based businesses where uh, like the October to December kind of holiday time, like that is so the busy season for us. So how can we prep for, and you know, at the time of recording this podcast, I'm in the thick of it right now. So you just said today, right? <laughs> Yeah. So just craziness. And I feel like it's funny because I feel like I've been prepping for this. Like, it's like I've been training for a race all year long and now I'm in the middle of running it and I'm still stressed out. Like I thought I had accounted for all these things that last year were the stressors, (laughs) but because the business has grown and evolved since last year, there were all these other things I didn't account for. So even with that prep and planning, still stress. (laughs) It's like those woe me stressors, right? It's like, oh no, my challenge for today is that I get my business is bigger than last year. Oh no, right? <laughs> I know, I know. It's a good problem to have. And it's like, that like, be careful what you wish for when it's slow season in the summer. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and you know, like we mentioned earlier, you donated to my fundraiser and it's the same thing, right? So it was way bigger than last year. It was more sponsors, more people, like everything was bigger. And again, good problem to have, but it's, oh yeah, those systems in place before are different now. And so we had to learn how to grow. And, you know, like you said, we have so many things organized and labeled and mm-hmm. things like that, but life is still going to happen. It's still going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> good old life and stressors, you know, <laughs> things they didn't warn you about when you got your business, right? Absolutely. So my first question for you is, how do you feel you manage the stress with your work and your day-to-day life? Well, I definitely manage it better on some days than others. (laughs) Um, But I've found that a lot of it really is kind of pausing to plan. That was something I didn't do when I was first running the business because it was a side hustle at the time and I was working full time. So trying to you didn't feel like you even had enough time to plan. You were just go, go, go all the time doing the orders. And now there's days that still feel that way, but the biggest shift, and I had to hire someone to help me with this actually, is to like on Friday, sit down, look at the following week, look at my calendar, plug in the different tasks, the different due dates. Um, and that has been a huge help because a lot of the stress was coming from being caught unawares by something, right? Like that, that order, I didn't realize I needed to get out or, oh, I had that meeting with someone and I forgot about it. And that's where the stress is like the unexpected. So if you can look ahead and help minimize the unexpected for that following week, that has helped me a lot. I like the, a lot of the words that you're saying, because earlier you said it doesn't eliminate stress, but, and now you're saying, you know, it's, you're, you're getting ahead because you're still going to, things are still going to happen, but you're kind of just planning. So you have more control over the chaos. And again, it's just what it is, right? You can plan, you can organize things are still going to happen, 
but they're gonna be less frequent and I'm gonna have more systems in place when they do happen. So I love that you did that. And I love how you said it. I literally just took out a pen and paper to put it down. So I'd like it. Pause to plan. But it's it's so simple. I'm all about just being straightforward and simple. And so to you, it's it's Fridays and going, okay, what's next week look like? And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we go, oh, what's the whole month look like? What's the whole quarter look like? And you are saying just week by week, make it simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have a quarterly plan, but so much shifts or I don't know what orders I'm going to get or so I'm not there yet. I hope to be at some point to have more of a quarterly plan. But for now, you know, week by week that that works for me. <laughs> And it works. And that's the keyest part, right? And I think that's, again, why I love this podcast so much, because I can do the whole podcast of what works for me and what I did, and which is great. And that's amazing. But what works for me doesn't always work for you and vice versa. So just getting different point of views on just how the heck we're supposed to do this it is it's so important, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for a business owner that has products, what is one piece of advice that if you, if they're in beginning, beginning stages, what is something you recommend or advice that you would give them? For beginning stage product-based uh, businesses, I would say start small, which I know that sounds so obvious, but when I got into it, I was so excited to try all the different scents and all the different containers and, you know, so th- there were just, there was too much. And I get, of course, especially if you're creative, you want to try lots of different things. And to a certain extent, you do the product testing too. Like, what is the customer like? Like, if you only ever tried two scented candles, you wouldn't know how the other one would perform. So I think there is a striking of a balance there. But I had to, it took me a long time, I think, to pull back from trying to do it, try to do it all and trying to please all the customers. If I had one person at a craft fair ask if I had a certain scent, after that craft fair, I would go and buy that scent and make that candle. And then I would never hear from that person again, of course, right? Because, you know, <laughs> so just operating from, you know, sometimes less is more, start small, don't overwhelm yourself from the beginning, because then you're not going to be able to necessarily move forward. And don't try to please everyone. <laughs> Those both are so key, because I think especially when you get started, you just throw everything against the wall going, okay, so what do I have to do? I'll do all of this. Right. And you try to do all the things and you, it's a true saying where if you speak to everyone, you're speaking to no one and mm-hmm. no hard to learn. Cause you, it doesn't make sense in the beginning until you actually, <laughs> so you actually get into it. But I think again, just, you know, making it go into life and business owner as well, taking everything step-by-step, step, right. Just small pieces. It's so much easier. I'm going to butcher the saying, but there's a saying, you know, if you're going to eat the whole elephant, you got to start with the foot, but like, or mm-hmm. something like that. I forget. One of my clients says it all the time. And it's, it's so true. And it's just breaking things down, right? Making them bite-sized pieces, right? You can't yes. like run in a marathon. Like you can't just run a whole marathon, right? You just have to start training. You have to start pressing. You have to start picking up the shoes, you know, everything in between. And so it's, you know, it's starting there first, but also that pleasing everybody. I think that's so hard too, especially as a business owner, because you want people to buy from you. You want people to get your product. You want people to hire you. You want, and so if that one person says, "Oh, well, you don't have apple scent," and you're like, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, I'm not buying from you, or whatever the case may be, and it's you know, it could just be that quick, like, oh, well, if I had the apple scent, maybe mm-hmm. they me. And you go down this rabbit hole, and you ignore the six other customers or clients or guests that bought your your candle or whatever that day, and. It's so easy to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. And it gets expensive too. Like it's not just, you didn't make the sale. Okay. But 
if you start buying all the different products, the different scents, whatever, it you end up with just a lot of capital tied up in different products that's not necessarily going to move. And I had no concept of that at the beginning either. The idea of, you know, yeah, there's money sitting on the shelves because it's not selling. So it's not just, hey, but I want you to buy, but you're like shooting yourself in the foot by trying to trying to do do it all. Yes. And just you're just overwhelming yourself in general. And I don't know about you, but it trickles into your home life quicker than you realize. By the time you realize it was trickled in, you already had the, the, the three week argument and you're going, wait, I was actually really stressed three weeks ago. The product didn't sell, like whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're going, sorry. <laughs> yep. I thought that. <laughs> Funny story. Let's regroup. Um, but it, it's true, right? Before we get into lightning round, what is one thing you want the listeners to take away from today's episode? I would love listeners to, I guess, almost contrary to what I was just saying, be inspired to just go for it too. Like I had no business background. I just went for it. We talked about it was a hobby. I just started doing it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just try it. Go for it. If there's something you're you're loving, give it a whirl. And you know what, if you decide you don't want it to be full-time and you just love having a side hustle, like that's great too. So whatever fits what you want out of your business, um, whether you want it to become ginormous or stay just like pin money on the side, like do you, that would, that would be it. (laughs) Period. Love it. Be inspired. Do you, and again, just doing what works best for you. Like you said, it, this could have stayed a hobby, a hundred percent short, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. I think sometimes we get lost in the social media world of, well, everything has to be a business. Oh, you could just, it yeah. could be getting your nails done money and there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. <laughs> so for the listener, it's like saying, I want Kate's candles. What is the best way for them to contact you? So you can find us online at scenteddesigns.com or reach directly out at uh, hello at scenteddesigns.com. And we're on social media, Scented Designs Candle Co. Would love to see all your listeners over um, to connect with us. Yes, awesome. And all that will be repeated in the show notes along with wherever you found this episode. All right, Kate, are you ready to get into the lightning round? I am. I'm excited. Okay. Who do you text the most? My husband. Yes. What is your favorite word that you always use? Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick with that. Yeah. What is your favorite breakfast? Mm, I love toast with like peanut butter and jelly on it. We're just talking about this that this weekend, by the way. So funny. <laughs> what is the one subject you would like to learn more about? I love learning languages. So I would study more languages. Oh, so cool. What movie do you enjoy quoting the most? I don't know if I quote a lot of movies. Um, I'll go with uh, Back to the Future, which is my husband's favorite. So I think that's kind of, I've picked up on that, I think. Well, you'll be ha- I'll have to send you pictures of our basement because it's all Back to the Future. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh, that's I have to see. My fiance's favorite movie. He quotes it all day. Yes. That's all amazing. Right. So we'll, we'll have them become besties. Um, <laughs> Um, last one, finish the phrase. The way to my heart is. 
a delicious meal by the fire. Now we're going to be besties. Oh my God, Kate. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super grateful for everything you've done for the fundraiser, just for you are. I just thank you. Thank you. And thanks so much for hosting. I've really enjoyed it.